So, like, what's your ancestors' love language? And how do you figure it out? And, like, how do you know if you're doing the things right, what's right, you know? Let's talk about it. Hello. Happy Friday. Today is Friday, February 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. A.K.A. Galentine's Day for y'all single ladies out there. A.K.A. Who all gonna be there? Because I don't really fuck with it. A.K.A. It's just another day. A.K.A. I still love love. A.K.A. An excuse to eat chocolate. So, with that being said, the title of this episode is called Strong Rums and Stronger Prayers. Um, Why we pray, right? That's just it. I mean, why do we pray? Why do we even do all of this shit? Um... I think it's, I, 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 I took a couple of days to get my mind right and do what I want to do in my life. Cause I'm grown and I just, you know, had this on my list of episodes that I wanted to record. And I think today's a perfect day to do it. Um, because it's Valentine's day and it celebrates love. And I feel like at the end of the day, prayer is love, you know, um, in, in, uh, uh, in one sense of the word, it's a it's a type of love, you know, it's a type of reverence, it's a type of um, vulnerability um, that I think that we can learn a lot about ourselves by how we pray, when we pray, you know, um, the intensity of our prayers, the, the, you know, like we have to really think about these things because all of these things influence, you know, our practices and I think it's it's easy to for a lot of people to just be like, oh, I'm going to just throw up this altar and I'm going to go through the motions, like the, the mechanics, and I'm not really all that connected to it. And a lot of people hit me up and be like, oh, you know, like, how do I know if it's working? Or like, I'm doing this. I don't really know what to do. You know, like, it's a lot of like trepidation when first working with your altar because you don't know. And we do live in a world that is so grandiose, right? And so over the top and fucking ridiculous that we don't really appreciate the, the little subtleties of life sometimes. And your altar is, will start to make you be more cognizant of the small changes, right? Because let's keep it real. This is not the fucking movies. This is not Hollywood, all right? You're not going to put up an altar and shit's going to start flying around your house. It don't happen like that, okay? It's just your people, at least, is not going to do all of that. Like, the, the your guides and your entities that's assigned to you, as well as the people that you come from, for the most part, they're not going to be in here throwing around dishes and moving furniture. They're just not, right? So there's going to be small shifts that you have to be mindful of and take note of. And um, it can take a while to figure out exactly what that is. But I feel like prayer, you know, meditation, whatever you want to call it, um, is one of the ways to get, your, you know, inch you closer to them. Because let's think about it like this. This is how I like to think about it. And I just have to give myself little... Um, ways to like imagine it in my mind how it could be I could be totally wrong I'm very imaginative so and you know we about to be uh, Mercury the retrograde is, is in Pisces so we about to be all dreamy in our fucking bags for a minute and I think it's great right but I think it's good to just imagine sometimes that let's say you are a you are in the spirit before you get into this body that you're in now and you're like having a conference with all of these spirits that have been assigned to you right like you go to your little meeting and y'all sit around a table and they're like introducing themselves like, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Jane. Hi, I'm Tom. You know, like, 
hi, I'm Keisha. Like, they just, like, start introducing themselves to you and, and telling you what their role is and how they're going to support you, right? Like, and you're like, okay, okay, that sounds good, right? And then you get here and you forget all that shit. And now you got to try and figure out who the hell you was before you got here, how you connect back to them people that's been assigned to you. And it's like, that's your whole life, right? Now, now that's your whole life trying to figure out where the hell, where, where the people that was in that boardroom in the sky, where are they? I'm trying to figure who out the, who those people are. And that's how I look at it, right? I look at it as like a reconnection, a re reintroduction, a re, you know, configuration sometimes of what you're supposed to be versus who you are now. And I feel like prayer does that, you know, because as you pray sometimes, when you you will find that you start to strike chords in yourself where it's like, yo, I'm really I'm really pleading right now. You know, sometimes you might cry. Sometimes you might, you know, get choked up with emotion. That's great. That's how you know you're doing it right. Because it's like, if you ain't never prayed and shed a tear, I don't even know if you ever prayed, to be fair. Like, if you ain't never, and I'm not just when you, not just when shit is fucked up, but when things is going good. If you ain't never shed a tear of joy and been like, yo, I can't even believe it, like, I can't even believe that this is happening and this is not all on me. Like, thank you so much. Like, when if you if you have not gotten there, that's okay. That means that you got something to look forward to because that's a real feeling. Like, I have so many instances where, you know, people would say things like, well, yeah, I know I'm supposed to do this for, for my people, but they already know. And I'm just like, well, see, when you start talking like that, you start rationalizing fuckery and I can't really fuck with you because at the end of the day, once you know something, you should do it. Really, you know, like once you know another way, you should you should explore it because it's not just this is not just about acquiring rites, rituals, ceremonies, initiations for us here on earth. This is like real fucking word. Like there are people that came before us that need us to do these things in our life so that way the whole situation can get better, right? We we so American, and I'm not. I know I have listeners abroad. Thank you. Shout out to the listeners abroad because I've seen the the UK, Canada, the Netherlands. I'm like, hey, how y'all doing? Thank you for listening. But I'm talking from as an American right now. That sometimes we can get very um, egocentric. You know, we think it matters if people could see who we think we are right now. Right at the end of the day, whether you got anything. Or, you know, all of that stuff, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it's not about you. You just the person that's in charge of it right now. You are on your mission. And all of those things that you have to do in order to get to the next step, that's your business. I ain't got nothing to do with the outside world, right? And there's a reason why, you know, prayer is always the mainstay of any tradition. It's because you got to sit down with yourself and get clear with yourself and you got to be able to articulate what it is that you need, right? Because sometimes when you're in the middle of some shit, especially when it's not going good, you don't even, you, you're not even thinking clearly. You're just like overwhelmed. You're like, oh my gosh, I need money. My rent is due. I ain't got food. The kids are sick. Fuck these people at the job. Ah, And then you just kind of like, and it's like, okay, hey, prayer is that time when you sit down and you're like, okay, 
Okay, what can I control in this situation, all right? We do have enough food in the house. We can make it. These people that work, again, my fucking nurses, please steal my nerves and give me the resolve to keep my mouth shut so I can keep my job because I got to pay my rent, all right? And soften the landlord's heart a little bit and let him or her, you know, know that I'm good for it. I just need a couple of days to get my shit together. And these kids, please, God, protect the children, okay? Because I can't afford for them to be any sicker and help me. You know, like, it's literally about putting shit in order so that way in your mind, you can deal with it, right? And sometimes it's about giving marching orders to your spirit guides about what you need from them in that moment and being honest about that instead of just trying to soldier on and do everything by yourself because that's not that's not real either. You know, there are going to be times when you have to do things alone, right? Like when I moved to, um, to my apartment or whatever, I moved every bitch of furniture in here by myself. Every bit of furniture was moved by me. I hoisted shit upstairs. I packed a whole fucking truck. Okay, I went to my storage unit. I packed the whole truck by myself, fam. The whole thing. Then I drove the shit over back to Brooklyn, unpacked the whole truck, and slowly but surely made sure I got every piece of furniture in this house by myself on my back, right? That wasn't just me. It wasn't. Yeah, I'm strong. I'm a sturdy girl, but nah, it was not just me. It was literally, it was a lot of prayer that day. It was a lot of, let me take a break, eat something, fortify myself, but I need to pray because I got to get this furniture in this bitch, okay? And... There will be times when you are by yourself and you don't have anybody. And instead of, I mean, I could have cried. I could have sat in the fucking van and, and had a pity party and, oh, nobody's going to help me. And I always going to do everything by myself. But I had to, in that moment, I had to thank my guides and my, and my, and my egg wound on some like, thank you for making me physically strong enough to do this. Right. Like why I might not want to do it. I am physically strong enough to lift everything in this fucking house. Okay. I'm, I could physically do it. Nails and all, I can do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the body. Thank you for my health, right? Like, you got to be grateful because gratitude is really the best attitude because a lot of times when I hear people talking about they going to their people, don't go to them just when the shit is fucked up at the end of the, uh, when everything's all said and done. Now you need help. Now you're in a dire way, you know? Go to them every day. Go to them with everything, literally. In the morning, say good morning. Like, like like somebody sitting in your house. You wouldn't walk past grandma and don't say nothing to her. You're going to walk up to grandma. You're going to say, hey, grandma, how you doing? How you feeling today? You want some coffee? You want some water? Whatever, right? That mindset, when you start thinking about love language, right? What is your ancestors' love language? So let's talk about some of the different things that you can offer, right? Aside from a pure heart. The pure heart is the first one. Is the, the honesty with yourself. Like, everybody needs to know, be acknowledged, be cognizant of their own bullshit. I already know what my shit is, right? I know I, I got I got some shit with me, and I'm always bleed with that in the top of my mind. Like I'm trying to get this shit together. I'm sorry, you know. Please help me, but lead with a pure heart, pure intention, right? Um, because when you got these, when you have your spirits with you, when you have everyone that 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 wants to work with you, they need things to work. You know, they need something. They need energy. They need something to work. Just the same way you don't go to work for free. Why you expect your ancestors to work for free? And a lot of us, a lot of us come from lines of ancestors and eggs that was forced to work for free. So why would we cheapen our experience with them now that we have way more than a lot of them could have had, right? If we got, if you, if you have some ancestry that has come through the transatlantic slave trade, you don't need to be cheap with your people. That's really how I feel about it. Because now I'm like, don't, don't start taking this American consumerism mindset with your ancestors. Because I don't heard people say shit like, well, I withhold from them if I don't get what I want. Ooh, that's rude. I'm going to tell you that right now. That is some rude. I don't know nothing about that. I don't do that. That's not nice. I don't withhold shit from them. I give them everything that I can possibly afford to give, right? 
What I what could I give? I give, right? So a pure heart, number one. Money, like I said, the ancestor money shit, I don't fuck with. I don't I don't believe in that, right? Money is good enough. Right? Regular green back money, dollar dollar bills, y'all, that's good enough. Don't spend money to buy money to burn money. That's dumb. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so aggressive, but I'm just saying, like, like listen, look at what you're doing. That does not make sense to me. Okay? If you want to burn something, burn a bay leaf. All right. Just saying. Um, jewelry, gold, rings, bracelets, precious metals. You know, I got some bronze pieces on my table. I got gold. I got brass. I got different things, you know. Food, a meal, right? Even if you're out in a restaurant. And I was out to lunch, well, dinner with Daisy of the Afro Mystic back in the fall. And we had a nice, we had a nice dinner right here in the hood. And, um, I love that when we sat down, we prayed over our food and she portioned off a little bit of her food and put it on the side, right? Like a little bit of everything, like literally what I do at home where I like take a little bit of my food and I put it in a plate, right? And, um, I put it on the table, like if I cook and, um, I just love that. Cause I'm like, yeah, like it's that simple of like you out in the restaurant, take a little bit of each thing off your plate. Push it to the side. You home, take a little bit of everything that you about to eat, put it on a plate, put it on the table. When the din- when 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 you clear your dishes, you clear their dishes, right? Um liquor, right? Now everybody got different liquor. When I first started, I was giving Bacardi, but my people is is a little more rowdy than Bacardi calls for. So I give Ray a nephew, right? Overproof. Ray and Jay. Um but some people like brown liquor, you know, like some people like gin. Some people like, like, again, knowing the love language, right, is about knowing. Now, when we're talking about, like, ancestors that came, like, that you come from, like, your blood, and you actually know them, and you, like, they lived in this life, and you know who they are, and you know what they like, you know, you start to give the little specific things that's just for certain people, you know. Like, when my grandmother came to me, when my nana came to me a couple of years ago in a dream, she said she wanted a corn muffin and some hot water, but in my mind, like when I woke up, I was like, oh, tea. Cause she used to like Lipton tea with a with a toasted corn muffin. So that's exactly what I made for her. When I got a corn muffin, I toasted it in the pan or whatever, how she used to do. I put some some of her Lipton tea with a little milk and sugar, like how she used to drink it. And I put it on the table for her, you know? So that was something that she asked for. That was very specific. She could have, I mean, all of the food, all the things I've been given, that's like she wanted her corn muffin and her tea. You know, my grandfather, I know he drinks um tangeray. Gin. So sometimes on his, but like on his birthday, I'll get him a little thing, a little nip of tangeray and and some tobacco, or whatever. Like, cause he used to smoke um a pipe, and I used to like give him that, you know. So it's like knowing these things, right? And again, these are very like you only lo- learn these things over time, and you only learn these things when you actually take the time to get to know who your ancestors were. So like f- digging into your family history is so important because there's a lot of general information out there about ancestors, but we all come from different people. We all come from different people. So everybody's ancestral practice is not going to look the same. You know, there are some basic tenets that you need to be following. But, like, at the same time, everybody comes from different people. So they, different people want different things. You know, people just going to want something different. Um, different strokes for different folks. Yep, like that, right? Um, I am everyday people. I'm sorry. I'm just jamming right now. Um... Song is another one, though, too, right? Like, sometimes, like, I know some people's favorite songs, and I put them on, you know. Um, sometimes, like, 
like it used to make sense to me when I used to um go to certain functions and I used to hear like Palo songs because Palo Congo songs are in Kikongo and Kikongo is of a, a, a close cousin of um of Karamantan language, which is the language of the Maroons in Jamaica. Right and like in in Suriname and in like all of these places where the Maroons, <clears throat> where the Karamantan people were transported to, um, were, were were shipped off to, and I have a lot of those people in my mind. Like my father's family is Jamaican. There's a lot of Maroon energy there. So sometimes when I used to hear those songs, I used to feel so like I used to feel something in my body, like mad happy, like I, for no reason. And I don't even know what they were saying. But I'm like, it wasn't just me. It's my, it spoke to my blood, right? It spoke to somebody that was in my, that I, whose blood still is in my body, who was like, that was a jam, right? Like, think about how you feel when you hear your favorite song. Like, that elation that you feel, like, that's a real feeling, you know? That feeling is not going to, like, expire just because you transition. Like, people still like what they like. They like their things, you know? So, like, they like certain songs. Certain songs, sometimes I put certain music on their hand, they get hyped. They be getting charged up, you know. You be like, okay, okay, that's your jam. All right, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, play a little music for y'all, you know. Um, certain, certain um dance, you know, when you dance and you move your body and you use your body, you know, dance is very um spiritual, you know. When you, if you ever watch somebody who could really dance when they just in it and they kind of just zone out, like that type of like everybody's not able to do that. Like some people got two left feet. Some people can't carry a tune in a wheelbarrow, but some people, when they open their mouth and they sing and they move their body and they dance, you can see like, oh, you need to be doing that. You need to dance, you know, because some people just have something that just like is activated when they move in certain ways. Some people are was born to dance. Some people was born to sing. Some people were, were, were born to write. Some people were born, you know, so like using your gifts is another way of honoring your ancestors, right? Because they gave that to you. And to not use it is to squander it. And to turn your back on it, it's to spit in their eye. Like, they gave you something, <clears throat> you know? And sometimes we're giving gifts and we don't even really know what to do with it. We don't know what to do. It's confusing to us. Or sometimes we're not even acknowledging acknowledging the, the fact that we even have a gift because it's just something we just don't think about. We just take it for granted. We just, oh, whatever. It's just, I've always been like that. It ain't nothing. I got to do nothing special. But <clears throat> anything that you have that you feel, you just it just comes to you that easy and you ain't had to do nothing special for it and all of that, that's a gift that needs to be nurtured and that's a gift that needs to be respected and that's a gift that needs to be protected, right? So, um... And last but not least, Iwapele, good character, is a way of honoring your ancestors. Like, don't be making more work for them on the other side, right? A lot of the work that you're doing in this life is cleaning up some shit that somebody ain't do right in the past life. Don't make it harder for the person behind you, right, that's coming behind you. Because somebody's going to be coming behind you. Whether it's, whether you have children or not, Something in your somebody's going to be continuing. And don't make it harder, you know? Be a decent fucking person, okay? Have some integrity, have some honor. Be honorable, you know, and be, be be mindful of the fact that everything that you do has consequence and reaction. You can't just do shit and think that nothing's going to happen. <clears throat> That's not how it works. There is consequences and repercussions out this bitch. Okay? So, all right, let me give you a story because, you know, I love me a good story. Um... I think my, uh, okay, okay, first story, first story is how about I got this apartment. So, 
Oh, okay. So my mom been living in this building for like 10 years now. And I was staying with her for a while. And then I moved to Jersey. And then I got robbed and I had to move back to Jersey, um, back to Brooklyn. And when I moved back to Brooklyn and started looking for a place again, it was getting it was getting discouraging because everybody that knows New York knows that it's very hard to live here. Like our, our housing situation is a crisis situation at this point. It's it's bad. You know, it's really expensive. Um, our occupancy um, rates are very low, right? Like we always like at any given point in time, we'll have like like less than five percent of occupancy. So it's like apartments go so quick here. Um, they just passed a law where they can't collect the broker's fee anymore because before, before everybody knows in New York, you used to have to have the rent three ways. All of that first rent, first month and security shit is for other places. Okay. In New York, you need to have the rent sometimes three, four, five ways sometimes, right? Like if your credit is not good and things like that. And we're talking about, we're not talking about no little bit rent. We're talking about some big, big dollar rent. Like you talking about for a one bedroom, you spending at least $1,400 in some places, right? $1,500. Right, sixteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom. Right, two bedroom, two grand. Right, and for a lot of people, if you ain't making it like that, it's hard. So you know, you gotta live with people. You got roommates. Like, it's a, it's just, it's just cramped. It's an issue. It's really hard. And every neighborhood is not built the same. You know, so for me, like. I live in this neighborhood. I live in Crown Heights and I did not want to leave Crown Heights, right? Like I'm from Flatbush. I prefer to live in Flatbush because it's more, you know, they have like better food in my opinion, like like better fresh food and like um just better supermarkets and shit. And but at the end of the day, I live in Crown Heights. It's not the worst. Um I didn't want to leave. I know the neighborhood. Like I know everything that's over here, right? It's easy for me to get to where I got to go. I got transportation. I got, you know, my mom. Like, it's mad stuff. So I was really, like, looking, like, damn, I really want I want to stay in the neighborhood. But these people is bugging if they think I'm going to pay what they want me to pay. So the girl upstairs from my mom was moving out. And, you know, this building's small. It's, like, maybe eight apartments in here. So we all know each other. And they all know me because I've been with my mom um, coming back and forth between, you know, where I was at, wherever I was living in my mom's for a minute. So people know who I am. And the girl was like, yo, come upstairs if you want something, because I'm leaving. You know, she's moving out. So I come upstairs to the apartment, and I'm like, wow, this is really nice. This is cute. You know, and she was asking me if I want a TV or something, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then I, as I'm looking around, I'm like, yo, she's moving. I want this apartment. Like, I want it, you know? And I went to the bathroom. After what well, she had already left, like, she was ready to go. She was, she was leaving, so she left me in the apartment, and... Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. She left to go put stuff in the truck. And I said, oh, I forgot something upstairs. Can I go upstairs real quick? She was like, sure. She gave me the key. Came upstairs. And I went to the bathroom and peed in the toilet. And I didn't flush. <laughs> a little, um, a little sympathetic magic right there. Like, I'm going to mark my territory in this bitch because I want to, I want this apartment. I really want it. I really like it. It's cute. I want it. It's mine. Um, and... I had already sent off for an application, didn't hear nothing back, was getting confused, was getting discouraged. And then out of nowhere, my mom said that she was just sitting in the backyard one day and she just made a phone call to the office. And she calls the office and she gets the runaround and they finally connect her with a person who's like, you know, she's trying to explain the situation. Like, we sent for an application, we haven't heard nothing back, what's going on, la la la. And she tells the lady, said, What's your name? She tells the lady her name. The lady said, Are you Anita's daughter? My mother said, who's this? Because Juanita's my grandmother. She said, who is this? Why the lady on the other end of the phone is a family friend 
who's my who who worked with my grandmother for like 30 years. Like no no bullshit. This woman knows my whole family. She knew me before I was even here, right? Like her and my grandmother was real close and they had a great relationship. And we haven't seen this woman since my grandmother's funeral. We had no idea that she worked in the office for the management company. Not only does she work in the office for the management company, she's the application coordinator. She was responsible for overseeing all of the applications for all of the buildings because the management company has several buildings. And she was like, sure. She sent us all the information right away. Was like my point person for the whole application process. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Was in here in less than 60 days. That was my grandmother's doing, right? Because even in an in, in afterlife, my grandmother was on her job, like touching people, I guess. Touching this lady to be like, answer the phone. Because my mother been living here so long. We had no idea that this woman worked at, for the management company. She'd been at the management company for years. We had no idea. We had no clue. No clue. And that's how you know it was like, those. these, these were real sincere prayers. And there was no way... In a city like New York, I could have expected anything like this. I live right upstairs from my mother. I'm an only, I'm my mother's only child. As the only child, any only children out there already know, the proximity to your parents is, it's like, it is the best thing. Because you always going to have to be running back and forth doing stuff for them. And then don't, don't let them get old. Now you really got to work. And it's like, the closer they are to you, the easier your life is. And like, the fact of the matter is, I love my mother to death. I live right over her. Like, right upstairs. I, anything that goes on, she needs me. I'm up here. If I need her, she's down there. And that was not anything but a strong prayer and a lot of patience and a lot of faith. Right? So, that's my testimony on that. Um, yeah. And I'm... I, I, listen, when I came in this place, it was like, yo, this is my place. Like, it's just still... It still feels surreal because it's like... A, a year ago, you couldn't tell me. You know, a year ago, I was looking at apartments in the fucking Bronx. You know? Like... I did not know what was what was what was coming for me, you know. So, of course, I had to big up my my nana when when I finally moved in here. And and, and no, and I'm not even surprised that when I had gotten my readings before, before I moved, my readings was like you're about to move. And I told them I was like, yeah, I actually got this apartment and blah blah blah. They was like, wow, like yeah, you moving? Like they said you are moving. And then the next thing that came down was the first thing that has to go into the apartment is your 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 altar. Your ancestor altar has to be the first thing that moved in. And lo and behold, that was the first thing I moved in here. The very first thing. The very first thing. So like I said, I done moved all of this fucking shit on my back. But the first thing that came in here was my glasses and my um and my candle and my white cloth. That was the first thing that came in here. And how could I have not done that, right? How could I have gotten furniture delivered here without even paying respect to the fact that it wasn't me that got me in here, right? So it's like... It seemed cumbersome. It seemed so so small, but like the fact that they wanted to be in here first is because it's like they like they they like the same way how I mark my territory. They want to mark their territory too. Like yeah, we we did that. <laughs> and like move us in first. We coming in first. We coming in, and they was in here first. You know, before I even really moved any furniture in here for like at least a good a couple of days, it was just in here, just settling in, and um. Anybody that ever comes to my house tells you, like, yeah, you can feel it. As soon as you step through the door, it's like, oh, okay, hi, how you doing? They're very, you know, prominent in here. And um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for them being so loud and so boisterous and so, you know, forthcoming with me because it is hard. This is New York City. I could have lost my mind. Let me tell you something. I know people that still looking for an apartment. Okay, it takes a long time to find placement, to find li- a living situation that's worth a damn here. It's hard. It's hard. So this was not something that I could have done by myself. 
at all, you know? Um, and that's why you get strong rum and stronger prayers because, yo, like, sometimes that's all you got. And sometimes when you're facing odds that don't make no type of sense, that's really what prayer is about. It's about fortifying yourself. It's about it's about waiting for your answers. It's about being patient. It's about being diligent. It's about understanding that you don't know everything. And there's no way for you to see all of the variables. And that's not for you to carry sometimes. That's why you have your ancestors, because they all help carry a little bit of your story. Your spirit guides, they all help carry a little bit so you're not burdened with everything. You can't be worrying about everything. That's why I say turn it over. Put it on the altar. Put it on the altar and let yourself walk uncumbered, you know, unencumbered. Take it take it off your heart. Put it on the altar. Let them take it up, you know. You can't be walking around with every worry in your pocket. You ain't going to have room for your blessings, you know. you just not. And um, with that being said, this has been... The seventh episode of the How to Be Magical podcast. Strong rum and stronger prayers. Um, I definitely did not expect the episode to go like this because I have way more notes here that I didn't get a chance to touch on. But that's cool because we could do another episode. All right. So for everybody that's hearing my voice, I want you to know that you are loved. You are lovable. And you are the manifestation of love. And I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. And I hope that you find a way to spread some love and some peace and some joy on this beautiful Valentine's Day weekend. Um, Do something fun. Do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for somebody else, right? Like, I think sometimes we get too caught up in this, like, if you're single or whatever on Valentine's Day. But, like, love is love. Like, love is love. And if you're not in a relationship, that does not necessarily mean that you don't have to be loving, you know? Like, you should. Like, I love all my friends. I love all my, my family, you know? Loving my damn cat, even though she don't love me too much no more. She didn't come upstairs with me. She don't like it up here. But, you know, you find reasons to be more loving. And you think about that. And you don't think about what you don't have. You think about everything that you do have. Because you are blessed. And with that being said, my name is Nikki Buchanan. I am the owner of Soul Things Botanica. You can find me on Instagram at SoulThingsBK. You can find me on Twitter at Xdecadent. Um, you can find me on the web at soulthingswithonica.com. I got some um, vending opportunities and things like that coming up. I got new merch coming. I got a lot of things in the works. So just to stay with me. Keep rocking with me. And for everybody that's listening, thank you so much for listening. Please share, comment, subscribe, you know, pass it on. I'm trying to spread the word. I'm really enjoying doing this. Um, please let me know if there's any episodes that you want to hear about, you know, any topics that you want me to cover in the future, and I will be more than willing to take requests. Also, check out my Spotify playlist. I got one that's specifically for the lovers. It's called That Thing, and it's called, it's on Spotify. You can find it under the Soul, um, yeah, I believe it's under the Soul Things BK, the Soul Things Botanica. Um, yeah, if you, if you go on Soul Things BK, on Instagram, you, you you click on my little um, link tree. It'll be there listed in the link tree. So just listen. It's got some new, some some oldies, some new stuff. It's cute. It's cute. You'll fucks with it. I fucks with it. Hopefully you fuck with it too. All right. Bye.